Welcome to episode 99 of the Inside Buy It. I'm your host, Tim Schaefer. I'm here with my co-host, Rudy. How you doing this week? Well, I'm back in town, but we lost our last episode, so it almost seems like I haven't been here in quite some time. So Yes. <laughs> you yeah, were man, on, on vacation doing awesome stuff. I still feel like I'm on vacation doing awesome stuff. I honestly still feel the same way. And I got 13 days left of school, so I can't get you out of vacation. You haven't even the summer yet, and you're still on vacation. I can't, I can't even get out of vacation <laughs> mode right now, you know? Like, even when I go back to school, I'm thinking it's going to be a very... Kids are going to have a good time in your classroom. I'm not going to tell them that. No. I'll, I'll, make, no. I'll make it seem like, all right, you guys do this, and I'll consider giving you guys the rest of the day off. Yes, you know, so so maybe we'll do it that way. But in the yeah, back no, of your happy. head, you're like, please, yeah. let's just chill. Please, please do it right, please. <laughs> no, I'm happy to be back, man. It's been a while. Uh, you know, we always talk about, like, there's not that many people in person in real life that i could like talk about all this information in my head about video games actually so, they're nice yeah they're you know like we have friends that play right, games right. yes but to the but like extent of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep, uh so. so same here but yeah i mean there's an episode gap missing now we're still calling this episode 99 but we just missed last week you were just getting back and then i was just leaving to go to tennessee and so i was recording an episode up in the cabin, which actually was totally nice and all. The problem is I was <laughs> using a, a MacBook and uh, right. it took like 30, 45 minutes to process. And I thought it was done, but it wasn't. But I didn't even think to like, when I do the show on my computer, you're talking like a few seconds and it's just done. So it right. goes from like a few seconds to like, I left that thing on 30 minutes after the fact, just for other various reasons before I turn it off and it still wasn't done. I'm like, when I opened the lid back up and saw it still saying processing, <laughs> I was like, whoa, checked it and everything's just completely corrupt. So yeah, it was, okay. it was done. But hey, first episode lost since we started, I guess I'm going to take that Pretty as impressive. a win. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I think, I think we're good, man. So. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so some of this near the end here of like the news will be us going over for a second time. But uh, otherwise, I mean, there's still a lot. PlayStation Showcase just happened. Most of it's going to be about that. And I do want to go over it. Is there anything we should get into before we just get into the showcase? Honestly, all I can say is, well, I was talking about earlier about taking the trip and stuff. Yeah, It's like completely thrown me off. I had a fantastic time, but man, I'm all messed up with, like, I was on a schedule. I was like, okay, I'm going to beat Zelda. Then I'm going to play this. Then yeah. I'm going to play that. And now I'm like, it's just a mess. Like, it's just like, whatever. Whatever we play, we play. So, but it's yeah, a good problem. I weirdly to have, went a whole week without. So I went from Monday yeah, till this so Monday without playing Zelda because I just kept doing this and that. Like, okay, went Tennessee, got back, went to like Destin, went on like boat, went on just exactly living that vacation life, even though summer, <laughs> well, summer for me hit so right 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 right. like yeah completely completely messed me up man but um but you know good problem to have i'm looking at my list of games right now real quick like okay street fighter's coming out this week but that's like that's a multiplayer game right you play that whenever mm -hmm, mm -hmm. besides that i just have final fantasy 16 at the end of june so yeah you, i don't have anything have till the 22nd i want to say is when that comes out uh yep i just have some small stuff here and there right like the dlc for theater rhythm june 7th june 20th right those are small uh octopath traveler dlc for theater rhythm too the only other game that's maybe a little bigger is oxen free too which is still probably going to be what less than six or seven I mean, hours that's maybe. only a few hours yeah yeah 
Right, and then Pikmin Four is July twenty first. So Ooh. that'll be the next. The next huge game, I think, would be Armored Core after Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, so we got some time. You know? I have Diablo, and that's, oh, that's the true. six. And there's no way I'm gonna beat Zelda before then. <laughs> so Diablo's just gonna have to chill, and uh, I'll get to it when I get to it because that is a very long, meaty game. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to start that till I'm done with Zelda. Especially with the replayability of it. I mean, you're going to be playing that yeah, for yeah. a while. Okay. Well, let's Jump get into in, the PlayStation Showcase. All right. So this is in order. Pulled this from fandomwire.com. Basically, this is from start to finish on how they showed in the showcase. I figured that'd be best to go through here. If there's anything that you need to like jot your memory on, you can just sort of click right. that, see a little preview video and skim through it if you need a refresher as we're going over it but i went and rewatched all the trailers again just to sort of remember what's what and all of that there was a sure. lot of games there's like over there 30 was. now before we get you actually get into game by game overall score though i mean let's just keep this going um, like a letter good letter grade maybe like uh and and just to give some context the the only reason why i would put it here is because they didn't go around sort of hyping it up. They didn't build their expectations. They kind of just threw it out there. So I lowered my expectations a little bit, maybe like a B minus, because while a ton of the games I didn't really care about, there were a lot of games there for a lot of different people. So if I'm being completely fair, you know, I thought it was decent. And then I had one or two things that I really did like. So. Hey, that's exactly where I was putting it. B minus. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. It's totally I fair, fully know? agree with you. It's not quite a C just because there's a few just awesome bangers, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that kind of like raise it up a lot. Otherwise, I mean, like in terms of the density, it's not looking too hot. Like in the 30, what is there? Like four amazing and then the rest is kind of right. like, okay. Yeah, yeah. But still, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, four amazing is still four amazing. Oh, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, I mean, it could have been zero, so. <laughs> uh, this first one, like, I don't know. I roll my eyes at all these games like this at this point. Sure. This um, is the Haven Studio one, right? Yeah, yeah, so this is the new studio, like, ex-Ubisoft developers, and it totally shows even the name. So, Fair Games, but with, like, a dollar sign at the end, I'm like... It would actually work in your favor to not make that a dollar sign. It just anyway. But the presentation started with a first glimpse of Fair Games, the upcoming title from Haven, the studio founded by Jade Raymond. While no gameplay was shown, the concept revolves around an Archo Hacker theme featuring heist to steal from the wealthy. So when we were seeing this, we didn't see any gameplay, it was just CGI right. sort of seeing the themes and everything. Now is this the game I remember very clearly where they were trying to say it's unlike anything and it's like very abstract um, ideas and all of that? Like, is that the studio? Because this did not, this seemed the opposite of that. But I don't let, want to. Let's see. I'm going to, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to see. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I do of... remember seeing someone say that, but I'm going to look back on Haven Studios and see if they have anything from the past where they. Because their Twitter feed is not that long. They've only done 63 tweets. Because I always new. get mixed. Uh, Jade Raymond and the other. Who's the other? Um... Oh, oh, my God. What is the name? Oh, man. It's not coming to me. I know who you're talking about, though. Jade Raymond is my first interview. No, she's just kind of 
Yeah, I don't see it. But I know what you're talking about. There was some press release where they were like, this is unlike like they anything. They had great ideas on like anything we've ever seen before and all this mess. It's going to be a live service game though, right? Because that's what she said. Here it is. Here it is. Nope, I was right. I was right. Haven has been a cloud native studio from day one, founded with the idea that cloud would be a game changer for game development. And they were talking about how everybody be able to interact through the cloud and all these interesting ways that we've never thought of before and all this mess. (laughs) But then when we see this game, I'm like, it's just the typical Ubisoft multiplayer ordeal here. I don't see anything really that unique. It's basically payday made by Ubisoft. So this is what I got from this. But again, it's not even gameplay. It's just CGI and themes. So I guess that could easily change just as I was at the time. I don't know. Like, I feel it hurts them when they start going into this talk of like how they're doing something completely unheard of and revolutionary. And we all roll our eyes because we've heard this, what, hundreds of times. The only person who's actually done this is what Kojima with Death Stranding. That was the only time where we're hearing it and we're rolling our eyes. And I remember even crapping on it till I got further in and I realized, right. oh no, it actually is important that other players well, are involved. <laughs> and the important thing about Kojima and, and that game in particular is, I know we both like that game, but let's say you don't like it. You, I think it's still easy for you to recognize that it is very different, new yeah. ideas. It's true that it's a new idea, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, sorry, right. already starting off with the hate, but I don't know. I Ubisoft just gets to me now. Ubisoft is interesting. This is basically um, PlayStation Ubisoft now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, live service all day. All right, well, David. Anyway, on another note, we got Helldivers two next. Uh, Helldivers. Now, this looks Arrowhead. sick. Yeah, this looks this looks cool. This is one of the bangers. Anyway, I like the change to the the, the third person. Um, perspective but helldivers the title from arrowhead made a return with another humorous and ironic trailer this cooperative game involves squads of four players battling alien creatures and collecting resources for super earth however not all helldivers will survive the intense challenges it looks cool looks like a fun co-op game to play you know i don't know what was that movie starship troopers starship troopers yep that's what it reminds me of honestly looks cool man yeah it's they're doing the whole thing if you remember i don't did you ever play Risk of Rain? But they did Risk of Rain 1 and then they did Risk of Rain 2 and it like switch view perspective in very similar ways, actually. Anyway, I don't know. I love everything about this. I love just the comedy tone of it where they're being like overly ridiculous, like patriots for whatever <laughs> country they're a part of. And yep, uh, yep. people are dying left and right. And they're just like, glad I served my country. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the alien designs look super cool the just the overall just graphical theme of the game yep. is really appealing to me i'm like super about this game i'm so i'm hyped dude and if this can finally be that again we, we were hoping redfall would be this great cooperative game <laughs> maybe this will be this great cooperative game we can all play it is ps5 and pc keep that in mind which is great that's what you need to do um, I want to say Fair Games was the same way. There was quite a few games in this to where there was PS5 and PC when it came yeah. to like a live service ordeal, which you need to at least do PC. Some of them were even Xbox. Some of them were the were all. So, I did see that. And yeah. they, they did say very clearly that PS Studios games will not come to PC day one unless it's a games as a service yeah. Uh, title. Yeah, yeah. So... I'm assuming this might be in But that, they need um, to do that because you need a bigger player base. They're, it took them long enough, but they eventually realize you need a player base to have an online service game. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, it looks uh, cool, man. Hyped, hyped, hyped. This next one, super cool too, actually. I agree. I agree. Uh, Immortals of Avium, I want to say. As part of the EA Originals lineup, which EA Originals is killing. They've been killing it since day one with Unravel. Like, they've been killing it. So you got, like, Unravel 1 and 2, A Way Out. They had that game Fae or Fee or whatever, yep, which was decent. Yep, that was cool. Was right, um, yeah. We got kind of recently the Monster Hunter deal, but they did a good job at that. I can't remember even oh, what that was called. Yeah. I would just rather play Monster Hunter as my deal, but it's still a good game. But EA Originals, I don't know, like... Even if a game that doesn't like get hugely popular, looking at it through critical eyes, they've seemed to have hit well every time. So sure. I have a lot of faith in this, and this looks great. Anyway, as a part of the EA Originals lineup, Immortals of Averium, a shooter with magical elements, made its appearance, showcasing its action-packed gameplay and a glimpse of its story. Game's <laughs> coming out July 20th. It is a single-player game, but it's a shooter almost like that Shadowrun game on Xbox 360 and PC. I don't know if you remember that. There was a lot of magical elements in the shooting. Um, I do remember that. Kind of reminds me of that. But with a fantastical story and all that. And I think this looked really neat. I'd be interested. Especially EA Originals. There's a very high chance that like Game Pass, you at least getting 10 hours. That's what EA seems to do. If they don't right. just throw it on Game Pass completely. So I, I will be playing this. Yeah, no, definitely worth it. I don't think it's in the notes, but I just wanted to mention, I saw something that said that Steam is going to start doing, I know we already have the two-hour limit to refund the game, but they're going to start specifically doing no payment, just here's two hours to play this game, like a demo. Ooh, yeah, which I thought was a cool sick. touch. Because I feel like that's even better. You know, the developer Way doesn't better. really, the developer doesn't see, see all these people refunding their game, you know, maybe, you know, can affect them in a certain way. Um, yeah. So I, I love that. And, and that will draw... Because even though you can refund in two hours, I feel like a lot of people are still hesitant to do that. You know, I would love to just likely. click a game and download. Yeah, just and click then a game, download it. See what so, I yeah, think so before I even buy. I'll have to pull it up and see when that is coming. But yeah, we're always like trying to think like Game Pass is the best equivalent to like okay, renting a game, but like it's not quite there. That would be there if we could get just an hour or two with the game. I think oh, yeah. that's winner winner chicken dinner all day. I'm all about oh, yeah. that. Anyway, okay, um, next year. Right. Uh, Ghost Runner 2. So Ghost Runner 2, the sequel to the indie hit from 505 Games, was announced promising an exhilarating experience with the addition of motorcycles and adrenaline-pumping levels. While the release year is confirmed as 2023, a specific date has yet to be revealed. I played the first one. I didn't beat it. I did not. But I did, re I did really it enjoy cool. it. Super fun. Have you ever played uh, Katana Zero? Just a little, just a little. Oh I, man, that's that's another one. That it's one of those like you go in a room and you kind of have to like plan your attacks and. Yeah, exactly. So Ghost Runner is sort of like that, but it's a, a 3D environment. You can do like a dash. You can swing your sword. Very very cool, like cyberpunk style um story. It's like first person though, and it first almost person, like yep. you're trying to like get the fastest run on it. You know exactly. what it reminds me of a lot? I, I got really into Neon White, and that's what it thats what it makes me think. Yes, yes, yes. So this looks really cool. I, I will definitely be checking this one out when it comes out. So Phantom Blade. I mean, looks another banger, I feel looks like. Awesome. This, Super cool looking. Let's say this and Helldivers 2 so far were like my favorites. Phantom Blade, an exciting ninja game developed by Cruel Man Studio. I don't know if they've ever done anything that we know of in the past. Featuring impressive cinematics, fast-paced action, in agile combat the release date for phantom blade on ps5 is still pending a lot of the games shown we didn't get dates for so mm -hmm. that's kind of a running theme through the show which is a little weird but i don't know it's like 
you know, just think Sekirai. Oh, Sekirai. Uh, Sekiror. <laughs> what? God, I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> oh, Sekiro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, yeah, it's in that vein, but, yeah. you know, I don't know. Little better visual flair, I guess. What I thought was cool about it was the movement seemed so ridiculous. There was a lot of moves to where it's almost like you like hit a certain special move and he just sliced a whole bunch at once or something or like yeah, a fury attack and stuff. It's like one of those games where when you first see the, the first gameplay, you're like, it's not going to look like that. But lately they've been proving us wrong. So yeah. I'm hoping it does actually look like that. So. Yeah, and then after that, that's when it basically just starts like it go going downhill. I don't want to crap on all these. There's some cool ideas and stuff, but it definitely goes downhill after this point. Mm-hmm. But anyway, all right. Next up, we got Sword of the Sea, Giant Squid. Who, if I remember, they made Journey and Abzu. Yep. Yep. I want to say, yep. uh, Giant Squid returned with Sword of the Sea, which appears to be a spiritual se- sequel to Journey. The visually stunning game allows players to surf in the sand and swim with dolphins in a unique and captivating manner. So for this game, I don't have. That much to say. I just got to experience it. You know, it's I've enjoyed the other games. I'm not like one of these people, by the way, who are like, Journey changed my life. Like, I'm not it like did that. Not change my it was, yeah. I thought it was I a fine it was game. Cool, you know, seven or eight. Like, little, little interesting. Abzu, similar idea. So, yeah, we'll see if I feel they the did the pathless as well. The pathless as well. Yep. That's another one. Yep. So, they've always been in that space to me where I like they look cool from the distance, but I'm not mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. crazy about them. I did play Journey, that, but that's the only one. Sure, sure. The Talos Principle. I never played the first one. I'm not a puzzle game guy at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you like The Witness, but maybe it's only because of that creator. I don't know how much more into puzzle. I mean, well, I guess you're more than me. Like, Scorn, you liked, you know? Yes, yes. I tried this game out at one point. The problem that I'm having, though, is the same thing we always do, which is like I start comparing it to The Witness, and it's nowhere <laughs> near as good as The Witness. Um, so I played it for a bit. It was cool, you know. Which that's what yeah. I feel going back to Phantom Blade is like it's going to be hard to think that they're going to be as good as from software and that style of game. But they seem to distance themselves enough to where I'm not expecting it to be like exact. Sure. So, yeah, I, I know a lot of people love the Taos principle, so I'm sure this is exciting many people, but yeah. it doesn't really yeah. do much for me. Same here. It's just like whatever. Another game. <laughs> Never. A cinematic project from the creators of Gris was introduced, showcasing its stunning visual style. Although no gameplay details were provided, the game is scheduled to release in 2024. Sidestepping here for a bit, there was a lot of games where it was like, oh, are we going back to the CGI days and, tra- and trailers? Can oh, we get yeah. some gameplay, dude? Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of that, of like no gameplay. And if there was, it was very little. The only reason I'm interested in this game, the trailer didn't do much for me. It's just... I enjoyed Gris and I thought it was a cool game. So hoping they, for more. They were trying you know. so hard to make this like a tearjerker. It was the one where right, they're right, like right. holding the dead animal and it just sort of stays on it for like 30 seconds. And we're like, <laughs> yeah, we get it. Okay. But I don't know why they don't realize when they're making the trailer, you, you can't focus on that. You have to like, that's an experience hours into a game getting a real deep connection then something like that happens you can't just mm-hmm. like show that as a trailer we don't we don't know who these people are we don't even know to care or anything like i don't totally agree that's kind of weird to to make a trailer out of that i guess you're kind of setting the tone hey maybe a lot of death will take place but sure sure i don't know i don't think that's we'll, a very uh, good move we'll find out on that one. yeah I, I agree with you but i like the style of it you know like, right like right the- i think they're banking on 
you know, the goodwill they they got from the last game that people liked. So yeah. we'll see. All right, next up, we got Cat Quest, Pirates of the Perbian. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the name. <laughs> oh, man, it's so corny, but it makes me laugh every time. Cat Quest, Pirates of the Perbian made an appearance announcing the return of the Cat Quest franchise in 2024. Okay. Oh, and by the way, I have some stuff to say about this next one. <laughs> oh, my God. You... <laughs> the biggest eye rolls of the show come here. Um, foam, oh, <laughs> foam Stars. Foam Stars. First of all, come up with a better name. But I guess Dude, uh, whatever. I, <laughs> I got the perfect comparison. It was that stupid uh, PS5, right when it was coming out. Um, the car game. What the hell was that? The car. Oh, what Destruction All Stars? Yes. Oh yeah. It's like, hey, you know, you like Destruction Derby. Here's some like, <laughs> let's apply Fortnite to it. I guess. I Dude, know. I. The thing that kills <laughs> me the most about this game is, I, and maybe this is not happening this time. But let's say this trailer was announced and. People were like, oh, this is so cool and unique looking. I'm like, guys, let's be honest where they got this idea from. Like, come on. It's yeah. it's very clear that this is a Splatoon-inspired thing. They're just chasing a trend here. But, like, when Splatoon came out, a lot of people loved it. But a lot of the naysayers are like, this looks dumb. This is not a – you know, whatever. So yeah. I'm curious to see if anyone picks this up and says, oh, this is a, such a cool new idea. But I don't know. It doesn't seem to be going that way either. But, I mean, the, the whole point of Splatoon is the whole squid thing of, like – it makes sense because of all of the ink from squids and where you right. like spray it on even right. like walls. You can even then like squid up the wall even and swim through it all. Yep. This is just like bubbles and foam well, and stuff. And when they like, shot the foam, how do they travel on it? Why don't they pull out like surfboards or something like going, yeah. going above it or something like that? And it was very fan service with like <laughs> just like check out our, you know, our titties as we surf through the foam. I don't know. I just it's such like a cheap cash grab looky thing. And I'm just like, no, I can't. I can't do it. It, it just it was it was pretty cringe to watch. Uh, yep, no, I totally agree. Probably the worst in the showcase for me. <laughs> I would agree with that. All right, next up, we got The Plucky Squire. The Plucky Squire, a game blending the aesthetics of a children's book with 3D environments, revealed this trailer providing insight into its story and gameplay modes. The release date for the game is yet to be announced. This Let me see this pretty again, cute. I, I liked it. I don't remember what it... Oh, I do remember this. I kind of like the whole storybook approach. Yeah. It's kind of like a cool little idea, you know? I dig yeah, it. No, it's it's, it's kind of been done a handful of times already, but still, sure. I like it. I still think to this day that Pentiment did it the best out of anyone. Like, yeah, so, yeah, so well yeah. done. But yeah, that's a that's a cool cool little uh, indie there. Uh, Teardown is next. This was neat. Uh, go over yes. the preview if you don't remember. But basically, you're able to just sort of like crash into buildings and whatever, and all kind of falls apart. And re- it has Looks really cool. neat physics to it all. But Teardown, a unique blend of Minecraft and Lego styles, offers an intriguing mix of action, explosions, and chases. The game is expected to release at some point later in this year. Again, it's nothing I'm going to be like hyped for, but I thought it looked neat. Okay. I totally totally agree. Yeah. Show filler, I I guess. (laughs) It's been on Steam and I tried it out with a friend one time and it was really cool. It looks like there's some great tech behind the hood kind of game. Yeah, it's got a lot going on. All right, so this next one, man, when the trailer first started, did not expect um, it to be Metal Gear Yeah, Charlie. it was a very different um, vibe, and it makes me be like, ooh, man, I'm look, I'm going to play it for sure. Right. There's no question, okay? But you can tell Kojima is not behind this trailer. <laughs> well, yeah, because his, his trailers are clearly so different than this. Um, that being said, uh, 
I know it's a rare, or maybe it's not a rare one. I don't know. Uh, for me, this is my favorite one out of all of them. So for me personally, I'm super pumped for this. Even if it ends up being half as good as the original, I'm still going to play it, you know? You have to have the same beats and the same characters and the same environments. I don't understand how you can mess this up so bad to where I don't enjoy it. There's no way. There's I just no, don't, I don't see I, that happening. I think you know? I'm going to enjoy it. I think it's going to have a problem where it's going to feel like remaking a ken levine game without him and you can just immediately tell from beginning to end that that creative vision like it's in someone else's hands and because of that it doesn't hit as hard and like regardless worst case scenario it's a good game best case scenario it's a masterpiece like the original so exactly exactly i'm <laughs> i know that if kojima was involved in this remake i know it would reach crazy levels like the resident Evil 4 remake did and dead space remake did but if we just get a faithful remake, that's still fun to play a game I haven't played in like 15 years. Because the original years, creator then... would slip in and be like, well, well, I always wanted to tweak this a little or mess with that a little. And then he would give him opportunities to sort of refine what he originally did. Where this is just going to be like a copy and paste, but with better visuals. Yet we still want to add some stuff, but we're not the original creators. And we're unsure what he would exactly do in this scenario. And then they could have slip ups because of that. That's kind of like where I go with that. Anyway, anyway, yep, yep. I'm excited, regardless, though, though, like, I mean, I still was super ecstatic. I mean, I know we have tons of rumors. It kind of felt like it was an obvious one. When we recorded last week, we were doing predictions and all that, and we're totally predicting this, but it's not like that was a hard prediction. Another cool thing, they're doing a Metal Gear Solid Master Collection, but this is specifically volume one. So yeah. there is going to be a second volume. That's exciting, because man. when I saw it, one, two, three, I'm like, okay, but holy yeah, crap, where's four? Where's four? <laughs> this is all I've like, been getting aggravated about this whole time. So I swear to God, if you make a volume two and you don't put that in there, I'm <laughs> just... <sighs> well, I think that there's no way they can get away. They're going to, people are going to riot if they don't do a volume two. So <laughs> <laughs> imagine them just doing volume one. What, like they put volume one in the title and they don't even have a follow up. No, I'm more worried <laughs> about like if they do a volume two because there's still other Me Metal Gear stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they just still don't want to touch that PS3 game, dude, I don't care how much effort it takes, do what you got to do. I don't know or care. Sell it to Kojima, that one game, just whatever it takes. I need it. But we're getting one, two, and three. Amazing 4K60. They are um, also releasing Metal Gear 1 and 2, which yep. I kind of figured so because Metal Gear Solid 3's the substance version came with Metal Gear 1 and 2. So I wasn't like a big shocker to me, but do know it's Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3 and Metal Gear 1 and 2 all in that collection. I'm excited to see what they do because Metal Gear 2 and 3, you have the HD but one is still just kind of like vacant there. I'm curious right. what they do with one to make that look up to date. I don't know. Yeah, I listen, I'm not complaining at all because I love three, but I, I'm surprised they didn't do a, a remake of one first. I don't know. I feel like that would have been. I get three is the technical on the timeline. The first. I mean, that's true. That's true. But it would be the bigger hit in terms of for anyone and everyone like I mean, any series, let's just say, regardless of how popular it becomes, that original always will, like, be very important to people. And I feel 
if you are in the business of making money, wouldn't you start there? I, I mean, yeah, I, I I would think so. Super stoked though. I mean, I'm I'm also just excited for you. You get your favorite game just finally, you know, like you know what I mean. Like, well, at no, least I in the mean. top yeah, three. Yeah. I don't know what your oh, favorite yeah. game exactly is, but it's getting that right. remade is awesome. No, very, I just hope they don't screw it up. I mean, they didn't. Hey, you know, like. I was really iffy and scared on Final Fantasy VII Remake. They did an amazing job with that. So there's yep, always, yep. Uh, I can always have a little faith. So, <laughs> yep, sounds good. So now we got Final Fantasy 16, tr new trailer. It's offering a glimpse into the game's story just weeks ahead of its release. I purposely kind of didn't really pay attention to this one because I've already seen enough. Yep, I don't really need too. to see more, much too. more. I was hardly paying attention. I'm completely sold. I don't need, like, yeah. I understand you kind of need it in this showcase, but I don't, I, yeah. Uh, 10 out of 10, but I mean, like, it was basically this and Zelda, like, for the year. Right, be right. That, those are the two. Yep, those are the two I need. <laughs> okay. Alan Wake 2. I'm not, like, a big fan of the original Alan Wake. I never even finished it just because I kept falling off, but I love, you know, I love the premise. I love like the lore behind it all. I still need to finish control. That way I, I can bleed Alan Wake into Alan Wake two and all right, that. Right, right, right. Um, Alan Wake two showcased its gameplay details feature, not only Alan, but also an FBI agent as a playable character, a female FBI That's agent cool. at that. Uh, the game is, oh, sorry, even a black female character at that mm -hmm. uh the game is slated for release on october 17 2023 a lot sooner than we're expecting dude 2023 the year of dreams talk about the year of dreams stacking up man stacking up i <laughs> i have not played the first alan wake i think what i'm gonna do is when things slow down i finish zelda final fantasy you know those games maybe i'll grab the uh what alan wake remaster came out right then at some point yeah and i yeah, i do want to play that you just you have to keep in mind the gameplay is where it's super lax everything gotcha. else okay. super shines and is really cool so just if you can go into the game knowing that it helps a lot because i remember playing it and a lot of other people and being like that was so lacking that you eventually you can't help but like i've heard that crap but on it a bit yeah 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 if i'm playing a game in anticipation of a new entry i feel like i'm a i can be a little bit more forgiving you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you know with what's going on there so i'll play it i'm sure i'm sure i'll enjoy incredibly it. cool premise though very cool anyway i kind of don't even want to get to the premise and i kind of want you to just see what it is for yourself because i feel even discovering even the first few hours is is super eye-opening yeah so I'm actually looking right now out of curiosity on Steam, and I just see Alan Wake popping up. Is Alan Wake Remastered like only on Epic or something? I hope not. I don't know what they exactly called it. They may have just called it Alan Wake again. Mm, I'll take a look in a minute. It's loading up. Yeah, yeah. All right. In the meantime, Assassin's Creed Mirage. Assassin's Creed made its much-anticipated return, showcasing a snippet of Basil's story and his journey as an assassin in Assassin's Creed Mirage. That's released on October 12th. Um, for me personally, this is like... Um, naruto or one piece where i just have missed the boat so far that yeah. i just have no hope of ever catching up so yeah, i understand i don't enjoy. have to play the others but i'm just kind of over the series at this point i don't want to like hate on it it's cool i'm just i'm just over it i don't know i don't know how, how else to word that i like that they're going back to more of its origins i think that's cool but when i watch that trailer it looks like everything i've done before a million times over so it's like yep i uh it didn't look like something super crazy to me. But then again, I haven't played a lot of the other ones, so it's not really for me anyway. I'd rather see this location, though, than like a lot of the previous ones. So 
I dig, I dig that, the Jerusalem vibe, even though I don't know if that's even where it takes place or not. I can't remember. Either way. I know it's in the Middle East somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Reverend Hill, the new game from the Craters of Night in the Woods, teases spiritual successor, inviting players to embark on new chapters alongside the most famous cats in video games. I thought Night in the Woods was a pretty cool game. I didn't play it through. But I should have. I mean, it's only a few hours. It's always interested me. Hold on. So I knew I knew I wasn't crazy because I was watching this trailer and I was like, oh, Night in the Woods too. And then it said Revenant Hill and it yeah. didn't say anything else. So I was like, is it really by someone different? But I guess that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I played the first one and it's a very interesting story. Takes some pretty crazy twists and turns. So I'm definitely in for this one. Yeah. And I need to go back and play that. It's not long. I, I need it. It's do- not. It's not. Yeah. You can definitely finish that one quick. So this was at the height of a lot of people hating on walking Sims, you know, but yes, I, yes. I'm totally fine with the narrative game. I don't get the hate there, but I don't get it either. It's it's you have your games for certain things that yeah. you're trying to meet. That's all. So. All right. Then we got Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Grand Blue Fantasy Relink made an appearance at the PlayStation Showcase, although a specific release date was not provided. Yeah, it's basically super anime action, cool-looking game. I've been looking at this from the sidelines for a while now. It looks pretty cool. It looks cool, but I feel like I've seen a million games like this, you know? (laughs) The only one I am in this style is the MMO. I guess people listening, I think they would know what I'm talking about. Very similar visuals, but it's an MMO coming out and uh, i do want to give that a shot anyway yeah take this next one yeah so street fighter 6 is finally here capcom showcased a brief trailer focusing on the story mode of street fighter 6 where a new generation of fighters will encounter the legendary characters the highly anticipated game is set to release on june 6th do you want to pivot and go into the review roundup now yeah yeah let's do that yeah so let me scroll down here. So Street Fighter 6 is reviewing very well, so I'm glad to see that. 92 on Open Critic and Metacritic. Twinfinite gave it 100. They say uh, Street Fighter 6 is about as close as the series has been to ideal in a long time. Established fans will find plenty of mechanical depth to sink their teeth into, while newcomers will be great- greeted with a highly accessible entry, flush with memorable characters and a striking style. It's the epitome of what a fighting game should be, and I can't wait to see how the series builds off of this return to form. First of all, before I continue, that's that's like exactly what it should be, right? It's good at pulling new people in. It's also good yeah. at satisfying people who have been there. That's like that's like the last Smash Bros. That's how I felt about that, right? It was very good at, <laughs> yeah, at yeah. kind of doing that. IGN says Street Fighter games are always a benchmark moments for the 2D fighting game genre, but Street Fighter 6 feels extra special. The drive system is an incredible addition to the fighting mechanics that give you a veritable Swiss army knife of options and meter management decisions right from the start of every single round. The starting roster is the best Street Fighter has ever seen, which is great because the last one was very lackluster yeah, there. Yeah. It's online net code through three betas have been impeccable so far, another huge deal. And the number of smaller details that it nails right out of the gate is unprecedented. It's so good that even the poor story and extremely slow progression of the single player world tour amounts to only a jab's worth of damage on its metaphorical health bar. Whether you're completely new to fighting games or a seasoned vet, Street Fighter 6 is a must-play. When it comes to the beta, what I was thinking, this game and Diablo 4 did a phenomenal job with their betas on actually learning from it and taking data Agreed. like as you should do with a beta. Yeah. And they just knocked it out of the park. And then now when these games come out, they're going to be phenomenal for it. Like I think they did such a good job with the betas. Yep, I agree. I agree. Anyway. It's uh, It was super well done, and I'm glad they put the beta out there and the demos and all that. So Finally, GameSpot says, I can't get enough of Street Fighter Six. It's been my last thought when I go to bed and first thought when I wake up. That is a beautifully constructed fighting system, but also offers modes that take the game very seriously and, in other cases, not seriously at all. 
There are some small issues with performance and world tour, but none of those are enough to derail the overall package. Honestly, for me, I probably won't spend much time in the world tours if I'm being completely honest. Remember I was having that problem and world and even in the demo, I was like, the performance is weird here. Yeah. Yeah. As long as the multiplayer works well, that's really all I care about. Honestly, yeah. like just getting good at the multiplayer. But I like that world tour is there for people who maybe want to have like a single player experience, you know? Let's see. Hold on. There are some small issues. Oh, yeah. With the release of the new Tekken and Mortal Kombat games, it very much feels like we're in a new golden era for the fighting yeah. game genre. Thankfully, Street Fighter VI steps into the arena looking good and fighting fit. That's awesome. Okay. My only complaint with this game is that my man M. Bison is not there. I understand with the story, it makes sense, but I still that still annoys me. And I really remember, we were looking there. at the DLC, oh, and it went all God. the way to, what, 2025, and he's still not and there? No mention. Yeah. Come on, man. That sucks. He's such an important character. Like, come on, man. That's weird. It doesn't like in the multiplayer mode. Okay, maybe he's not in the single player mode. But in multiplayer, it does, have, does it have at to... least have him a boss, even something. I don't know, man. That bums me out for sure. But it's okay. I'll have to pick someone else up. So, <laughs> uh, this next game, this had me really excited. I thought this was so cool. Ultras, a side-scrolling game featuring melee combat, transport players to an alien planet plagued by evil entity called Ultras. But the visual aesthetic of this game. One of the oh, coolest I've cool. seen in such a long time. Very pretty. Very, very, very trippy vibes. Like This looks super cool. I love the aesthetics. Now, the only worry I would have is that the foreground and background getting too blended together. And it's kind of hard to see where you're at and what's going on because it's so strong of visuals. But I don't know. If they can handle that well, I'm going to be all over this. Oh, yeah. This is up my alley for sure. It looks I'm very, very cool. This. Yeah. Yep, yep. No, I'll have to look forward to that one. Actually, I'm going to wish list that one. Is it on Steam too? I think I it is. I don't know. I would assume so. The Ultros. Yep, yep. You can wish list it. All right, cool. cool. Next, Towers of Agazba. Towers of Agazba announced this is on already PC. on um, Steam on PC and okay. it's going to PlayStation 5. Oh, now. I this did, looks cool. I did too, well. And it, it has good reviews on Steam. Mm -hmm. No, it I want I want to play this. Very cool. Yeah, no, it's another one to look forward to. Next one's a big one. You can take that one. Dragon's Dogma 2. I played very little of the first one. I remember installing it on my Steam Deck in hopes to play in it, but I keep getting... Dude, this year, there's a lot of bangers, okay? It's really hard to go into that backlog and try to play stuff I haven't played. But this is always one at, like, the top of that. Because this is, like, one of Capcom's, like, apparently greatest games. Like, a lot of people love it. I have to play this first one before I play the second. And um, I don't know. It's, it's basically Capcom's Dark Souls, but... They don't just try to emulate them. They definitely do their own thing with this game. And there's a lot of cool, unique ideas that no other game has really done. Of what I played, I really loved. So I need to play and beat this. I have the better version, Darkest Sand, I want to say something like that. Oh, so yes, yes, yes. I'm going to just install it on my PC and on my Steam Deck and just kind of hop back and forth between the two. And I really want to like get into this game like really badly. Uh, Capcom, like you were saying earlier, I mean, they couldn't be in a better place. I They, oh, yeah, they're, they're they have it. climbed up to what maybe the it's like it's like up there with nintendo on like they can do no wrong right now i think i think capcom <laughs> insomniac nintendo they've just been like lately just killing it man awesome stuff so and we still have stuff coming from them like this game and the nintendo we got pikmin 4 i'm so hyped for that you know there's just but you know what sets apart capcom even from those other two is not only are they putting out good games but they were coming from such a bad spot Right after Resident Evil 6 came out, they were in down in the dumps. Like Nintendo wasn't slacking really, yeah, and neither yeah, was yeah. Um, 
insomniac you know so that's yeah there was a period of time i don't know three or four years to where everyone's just like is capcom just done now yeah someone gonna buy them and like they're done yeah yeah i remember that (laughs) yeah so it's it's good to see him on the rise again no, definitely. Okay, next up, we got Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted 2. Teaser hinting at a more thrilling experience to come to the beloved horror franchise. When I first saw this, the way that they the announcer was talking and stuff, you remember that game Stanley Parable? Yeah, yeah. It was you walk like through the that. office and stuff? Yeah. I thought it was going to be that, to be honest, <laughs> but I was wrong. I don't know how many freaking Five Nights at Freddy's games Dude, there are right now, but... I want to guess, like, at Holy least a dozen. crap. I'm, I'm, about, I'm curious now. I'm about to look this up. <laughs> I guess, like, wiki, and it would just be a whole list. <laughs> Clearly, they... I, I guess they must be selling because people keep buying them. Yeah. But man, I'm just like thinking like, how many games do we need in this? And franchise? I think the original creator isn't even there anymore. Oh my God. You got one, two, three, four. You got five nights of Freddy's one, two, three, four, five nights of Freddy's world, sister location, pizzeria simulator, custom night, help wanted. Um, it's way too many to count. This is like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, about 30 games from 2014 oh to now. God. Holy crap. <laughs> That's absolutely ridiculous. I guess I'm happy for him, but I I, I guess I, I'm good. I don't know if some of the other stuff are spin-offs, but in their main entries, they have one, two, three, four, five. Then they have Fister's Location, Pizzeria Simulator, Help Wanted, Security Breach, and Help Wanted 2. Oh, and then the others are, are spin-offs. Okay. Main entries, they got a nine games. Okay. So, mm-hmm. A lot of spin-offs, though. A lot of spin-offs. I mean, I guess like Final Fantasy exists and all of that, but that's over the course since like what the the late eighties, like eighty something. <laughs> this is that's, yeah, that's yeah. amazing, man. So anyway. funny, but hey, more power to you guys. Keep pumping out those Five Nights at Freddy games. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil <laughs> Four VR. They just showed more of that. I think it looks awesome. Please just come to PC. I'm getting so sick of this like PlayStation only when it comes to this vr resident evil looks so fun and i don't want to the only thing is they did like that resident evil port but in vr for like the quest specifically too like what's with these like exclusives when it comes to vr i don't know because i have a headset i got the specs now if i could play resident evil 4 just straight up beginning end in vr i want to do that Mm -hmm. but yeah at least make that playstation vr 2 like headset compatible for pc and yep yep all right, next up, we got Arizona Sunshine 2. Oh, sorry. There's like, there's how many VR? This is a, I want to say it's like the next five games or next Are all VR? Games. Okay. Yeah. So, you know what? Uh, maybe I'll just uh, mention one, two, three, four. I'll just throw all four, you yeah. know, quickly. Yeah. When that come out. So, we got Arizona Sunshine 2, Crossfire, Synapse, and Beat Saber. Beat Saber is a known quantity. We, we know what that is, right? Yeah. Honestly. So, it's just coming over with a new uh, Queen music pack. Arizona Sunshine 2, I know the first one. People really enjoy it, I guess. It really is. Um, Yeah, I've heard good things about it. So that's cool. A good little entry for PSVR 2 players. Crossfire, making its leap to virtual reality. Eh, don't know about that. And Synapse, another shooter that delves into the perspective of the victim. The game stars the voice talents of Jennifer Hale and David Hayter. I mean, those are big names. And it's scheduled for release on July It looked pretty cool. I don't know what Mm -hmm. to think about it. I'd have to see more, but it looked cool for what they showed. Yep, yep. So there's your uh, PSVR titles there. (laughs) And then in Bungie showcased a return to the classic shooter marathon, an update on a Destiny 2 expansion called The Final Shape. And uh, they showed those two things, but more importantly, just marathon. I mean, this is, uh, you know, like I never played the original. I hardly know much about it, but I do know a lot of people are super stoked for them to be bringing this back. And of what they showed, I mean, looks super cool. I don't even quite understand 
I would love for somebody to explain to me what Marathon even is. <laughs> so uh, so I, I was looking into this a bit more because um, I was very curious. I know, you know, Bungie back in the day made these games, yeah. right? these first-person shooters. But it seems almost like they're taking the name and putting it on this title. It's not like a sequel or anything like that. They put it on here. It's not even the same general idea. That's what it's, I'm curious. It's got some similarities, but it's it's very much like a spiritual successor is what I'm getting okay, from it. Okay. You know, and it seems like it's going to be um, uh, a games of the service title, which some people are unhappy that they're taking, you know, one of their old franchises and putting the name on something like that. But I guess we'll see. The trailer was cool, though. I liked it. But yeah, we'll see if it uh, actually turns out good. Okay. And then Concord, uh, Firewalk announced their new IP, Concord, a science fiction game set in space, mm -hmm. coming to PS5 and PC. Not many other details were revealed at the time of writing. It was really hard to like tell even what this game was. Are we in a ship just flying through space? I guess I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I was lost on that one. Very little was really shown, and it just seemed like uh, like <laughs> we're, we're just getting the overall theme of the game and nothing more. I guess. <laughs> All right, next up. The Grand Turismo movie. I mean, not much to say about that. Yeah, here's what it is. You know, threw it in there. Um, you know, some kid. Uh, I think he's like a a professional, you know, gamer for Grand Turismo. Then he starts racing real cars. You know, yeah. whatever. I mean, it's there if you want it. Project Q, which is the new, this new device. Project Q was announced allowing remote play of PS5 from anywhere using a screen. More details will be unveiled soon. Additionally, PlayStation earphones were announced, featuring compatibility with smartphones. So, first thing I will say, forget Project Q for a second. Those headphones did look cool. I don't know Sick, anything about bro. them. Just I like the way the, they I like, look. I like the design yes. of them, the way I they close the case. <laughs> yeah, that was that. I'll give them that. That that had me more excited than the actual Project Q. Me too. Me too. Now, I think there's some confusion about Project Q. Maybe you can tell me if you know for sure. I've heard so many reviewers say the following: Well, unless you're on the same Wi-Fi connection, you can't do it. Is that true? Nope, nope, or is nope, it not nope, true? Nope. You okay. have to be on a Wi-Fi. A Wi-Fi connection. Not Perfect. the okay. not the only one. Not your now. Phone. Is it also true that you could just do this on your phone already with a backbone or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. So now what the hell is the this candidate? may be better stream tech. Yeah. Like maybe yeah, you could true. get like less latency, a little better visual, stuff like that. I'm assuming yeah. that would be the case. But Gotcha. Yes, you can like, you know, okay, your Steam Deck. I have my PlayStation 5 added on my Steam Deck and I can stream my PS5 to my Steam Deck. So unless there's some like super high tech magic here that makes the latency basically non-existent and like, cause it could be possible. Stadia made me believe in a future of like where the tech is just, there really can be a difference of like this versus that in terms of, the quality of the stream, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's hard to know because, okay, but they also are connected with the Google servers, which are the biggest in the world. So it's like, is that the only reason why it was so great? I don't know. Sure. So I, I, I don't know. I'm. It's nothing I'm really caring too much about here. They'd have to blow my socks off for me to care, I guess. Yeah, for, for me personally, I don't really use the streaming tech on my phone or anything like that. So if they came out with this and it was like, you know, it works super well and all the reviews are saying, here's why you should get it. And it was reasonably priced. I might consider it, honestly. But otherwise, nah, probably not. Even if best case scenario, everything functioned incredibly well, I still don't know if I would buy. It's like, I still don't know if it's worth it. Yeah. I had like two or three year journey with streaming basically. And I really enjoyed a lot of aspects of it. But overall, 
I still just hit the same conclusion I feel a lot of people would is like, well, look, I like I'll just play native on my on my switch, even if it's not nearly as good as visuals as a PS5, because a good game is a good game. And I'd rather just not stream if I can get away with it. So that's that's like the bigger thing there. It's like regardless of how good it gets, it's like, but do I want to? <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh. We'll have to see on that one. And the whole point of a PS5 is like pulling all of its visuals on a big screen and all of that, like mashing it down to a smaller screen. Like I, it runs really good on Steam Deck. It really does. Sure. But I'm just playing on a smaller screen. And when I'm sticking it next to me, just playing whatever Nintendo game on my Switch, yeah, I can see there's a difference, but not really because it's such a small screen anyway. It doesn't really matter too much. Sure. Sure. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. And then finally, they had uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2, which uh, obviously we were all waiting to see. The much anticipated gameplay trailer for Marvel Spider-Man 2 was revealed, showcasing new villains like Kraven and the Lizard, as well as gameplay that demonstrates the interactions between Peter and Miles. The surprising twist is that Peter's symbiote transformation foreshadowed by the teaser featuring Venom as the main villain. No specific release date was given for Marvel Spider-Man 2, just that it will release in the fall of 2023. So what do you think? Uh, what so do you think I think about this? they're still trying to hit September because they're saying fall, but maybe I they just so. don't know the exact day just yet. Maybe that's why. Anyway, yeah, I feel I'm going to have... Actually, I guess it's not controversial opinion. I think maybe it's the overall opinion. I think this was lackluster, weirdly. Um, when it came out, PS4, we got those trailers, even when the game came out, it blew us away on that PS4 tech. This is kind of the reverse of that. This is like, actually, we've seen a lot better looking PS5 games. And I was expecting like a Somniac to be like pushing the PS5 to its limits because I they did it with PS4. And I guess I was just assuming they'd repeat that premise because they had enough time because they also did the Miles Morales and they did the, P- the Spider-Man PS5 remaster and they put uh spiral miles morales on ps5 so you would have thought they like would have gotten a full understanding of ps5 power and all that but when i see this i'm like i don't know the visuals aren't hitting good for me like look at the trees buildings everything it just looks maybe they can do a lot of work in a few months but if it's staying fall that's the thing like if this game was next year i wouldn't be thinking about this but sure. this is this is months away like i don't how much more could they really super improve this yeah um, i I, I totally get what you're saying. I think it doesn't have that same appeal that it could get away with the first time, something new, whatever, you know. Um, I think it does look fun, but um, yeah, I'll have to wait and see exactly where, when they first came that trailer in the very beginning. I'm like, what even is this game? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. What I this didn't is, realize you know? it was it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I mean, gameplay looks fun, sure, but it's like still nothing too different either. Um, right. And I guess. They were kind of teasing a whole like, okay, is it a two player thing? Is it not? We see we see the answer to that. What you're doing is you're just switching between to two people. You're just switching between Venom and I guess Miles Morales, right? So there's just the swapping back and forth, which I think that's cool. I'm sure it's gonna be like a good game. It's just like Insomniac is so up there for me now. And I guess yeah, my, really my expectations are really high. And I guess they like went below the bar of what I would expect from them, which is why I'm disappointed. But the flip side of that coin is like, I'm sure it's still going to be a good game though. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it will be. You know, personally, I I, I like what I saw, you know, I just want to see some more and see. I don't know. I just kind of been there, done it too. And it's like, okay, I, I, yeah, I can play that. I played Spawn Morales. And it's like, maybe there wasn't enough time in between those games too. 
I think I kind of feel how I did about God of War Ragnarok when that trailer came out. I, I, except I feel like I saw a few little different things here. Um, but, but even Ragnarok looked better than this. And yeah, with I mean, Ragnarok, I have the same feelings, but but I had the same feelings and that looked better. This looks even worse and I have the same feelings. So it's like, no, gotcha. I'm kind of down on it. Weirdly. Okay, fair enough. Well, we'll have to see if it uh, pull you back in the next trailer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, but All yeah, right. I mean, that was the end of the showcase. Yeah, I think B minus. There's a lot of filler. There's a lot of you could have cut 10 of these and have a better show, I feel. Yeah, I think you're right. I, I, I saw people. Some people were really upset about the showcase. Again, my expectations were kind of set appropriately. I was like, OK, if we see something great. If not, then whatever. You know, I don't think it was a bad showcase by any means. You know, I just think people were expecting all the heavy hitters from the PlayStation yeah. Studios. Yeah. I kind of get because it's been a long time, but even yeah, still, yeah. they've been quiet for a really long time. And I don't think they responded to the quietness of like, this is why we were quiet. We're still mm-hmm, just like, mm-hmm. okay, we're still just like, mm, you're still a little more quiet than you've ever been in the past. And it's right. still kind of going on. Is there still a lot of stuff we don't know about? Is this, yeah. that, they, I mean, they got a lot of third-party showings here and they got a lot of like stuff in that department but when it comes to first party i'm still curious what's going on there exactly before we move on from the subject i did want to bring up now we have xbox coming up soon with like a showcase right yep, yep. so i'm excited curious, about that. like you know how they're gonna sort of compare to each other xbox has a lot more to prove obviously Sure, uh, sure. But they do have, of what we know, it could be a better show. I guess we'll just have to see. But in terms of like first party offerings, as long as they deliver, it could be better. But I don't know. We'll just have to see. But I just wanted to bring that up. Like that is happening soon. They're not even showing Starfield during that showcase. And then after that showcase, then they're just focusing nothing but on Starfield for like close to an hour. And then that's supposed yeah. to be coming around in the fall, around when Spider-Man also comes out. Looks like those two are going to be kind of competing. I guess let's see how Xbox does compared to this. How long is it? Gonna, it's going to be Starfield and then the showcase, or vice versa. The showcase is first, and then they're first, just showing nothing Starfield. but Starfield after that. Okay, I'm excited, man. I I think that with the showcase that Sony just had not being one of their stronger ones, I think there's. Yeah. Very this much could be chance a chance of, uh, for, for Xbox to right. top it here and gain the mind share for the rest of the year because this is a rest of the year setter. It's the whole point of these. <laughs> and yep, um, yep. right now, yeah, there's a lot of great third party games, but Xbox, did you see? They tweeted an image saying, like, oh, all of these games? Yeah, they're also coming to Xbox, just so you know. <laughs> there was I like, did, a I whole... did see that. I was laughing about that one. That was funny. <laughs> So when it comes to anything PlayStation specific, I mean, they've been doing like consistently good uh, since release, but sure. this is a chance for Xbox to be like, well, here's some greatness, for, you know, and and really mm-hmm. outshine them. So we'll see. We'll see. Yep. All right. Uh, okay. Well, let's get back to the news. Next up, we got Mortal Kombat 1 is announced and will release September 19th. Uh, following up on the conclusions of both Mortal Kombat 11 and its aftermath expansion, Liu Kang is now an all-powerful fire god that rules over a reset timeline he created. Man, I've missed a lot. Despite creating a peaceful new era, danger still looms its ugly head. The extremely violent cinematic trailer gives us glimpses of familiar, mostly mass faces, though expect new twists on classic rivalries. The following fighters are confirmed so far. Liu Kang, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Katana, Melina, Kung Lao, Raiden, Johnny Cage. See, notice how they included all their big... Villains, you know, Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Shang Tsung is a pre-order bonus. 
Megan Fox and Travis Scott rumored the boys Homelander leak. That's that is really cool if if that ends up being true. Oh, it's already um, confirmed to be true. The boys. Oh, Homelander. that's all, that's that's amazing, man. Mortal Kombat 1 will include a new cinematic story campaign and introduces a new feature called Cameo Fighter, a unique roster of partner fighters that assist players during matches. Mortal Kombat 1 marks a new beginning for the franchise, and we couldn't be more excited to share this original storyline and fresh take on classic characters with our fans, said NetherRealm Studio head Ed Boon in the press release. We're also introducing our Cameo Fighter system, which brings a unique roster of partner characters into the mix, and we're looking forward to showing this feature as well as more new elements of the game very soon. Mortal Kombat 1 is launching September 19th. For pretty much everything, it seems, and pre-orders. So it's not last gen, not last gen. Switch. That's where it gets interesting. Interesting. That is interesting. Uh, Pre-orders begin tomorrow, May nineteenth, which grants you a playable Shang Tsung and access to an early beta that begins in August. Three editions: standard edition sixty nine ninety nine, premium edition one hundred nine ninety nine, which gives you early access on September fourteenth. 1,250 Dragon Crystals, combat pack featuring a Jean-Claude Van Damme character skin for Johnny Cage, and early access to six playable post-launch fighters and five cameo fighters. And finally, the Collector's Edition, which is $249.99, 16.5-inch Liu Kang sculpture. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. This is how they pull people <laughs> like me in. Uh, designed by course, Liu Kang character skin, three exclusive art prints, steel case, 1,450 additional Dragon Crystals, 2,700 total. So it looks like they, you know, people are excited about this. Big, I uh, mean, Tekken's about to slap. This game's about to slap. Yeah, we got yeah. Street Fighter just releasing with great success. Dude, the fighting community couldn't be any happier right now, regardless of what they play. So Sure, sure. Not good Looking stuff, good. man. Okay, uh, Lord of the Rings MMO is coming up. The same people who made New World, which I actually really, really liked by Amazon Games. Um, they basically just went into saying they're pouring a lot of money into this and expect a more like triple a mmo sort of angle here which again they amazon games they did the new world they also did lost ark and they were both great yes but now this time around they're throwing literally they said hundreds of millions into the project it being lord of the rings and if i get to play basically new world but it's lord of the rings theme i actually could get really sucked into this so i'm excited yeah i could see that next up pokemon developers game freak now working on a new action adventure ip codenamed project bloom uh as we discussed i see like a person kind of standing there with like an umbrella there's some rain they're in like a big looks like a forest or something it reminds me like the the great deku tree from uh yeah (laughs) from zelda kind of you know this huge gigantic tree in front of them uh, yeah, not much to go off of. Besides but yes, that, the like, fact that Game Freak work. is working on something that appears to be very high scale visuals is interesting. Seeming how their last game was the opposite of that. Anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Plague Tale Requiem's now on consoles running at 60 FPS and having a performance mode on like PS5, Xbox Series X and S. So that's a thing. Um, and then Don't Nod's Harmony, The Fall of Reverie arrives in June. And there's a Steam demo that is out now. I pulled this story from Marcus Stewart over at Game Informer. Steam and Switch players can pick up the game on June 8th, whereas PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X and S owners have to wait till June 22nd. Harmony of the Fall of Reverie is a choice-driven adventure starring Polly, a woman who returns home to find her missing mother. It's here Polly discovers she has clairvoyant abilities connecting her to a strange dimension called Reverie. While visiting this world, Polly becomes Harmony and encounters six powerful godlike 
beings called aspirations, which serve as the hearts of humanity such as glory, power, chaos, bliss, and touch. Polly must restore the balance between reverie in our world and decide which aspiration ultimately inspires humanity by making decisions represented by a system called the Algaral. I don't know. This web presents a multitude of scenes players will jump between that reveal possible futures that in turn unlock additional story branches. Polly does this by collecting crystals given to her with each choice in character bond she makes, which are used to unlock nodes on the Aragarl that alter the course of the story. The visuals they show, I think, are really neat. Um, Don't Nod, I think, makes good stuff, you know? So this sounds cool. Sounds like original ideas. I don't know. I This could be something I could see myself playing. I agree. I agree. I think it looks very interesting to... Cool new uh, new idea. I, I like that they're always pulling out new ideas with their games, you know? Yeah, yeah. On May 26th, Super Mario Advance, Super Mario World, Super Mario Advance 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Mario Advance 3. Oh, they all hit the Nintendo service. First released throughout the early 2000s, these games are enhanced portable remakes of Super Mario Bros. 2, Super Mario World, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, and respectively. Man, I remember getting my original Game Boy Advance and coming home and playing... I want to say it was Super Mario Advance 2. What was the one that was actually Super Mario 2? Was it Super Mario it's Advance 2? It's just oh, Super Mario Advance. Super Mario Advance. Okay, that one. And I remember messing with the like the main menu. You could like mess with the settings there and stuff. And yeah. I just thought it was so cool. Like I was like, man, this is so I can't believe this. Like the Game Boy Advance at first, I was like, wow, this thing <laughs> is real. Holy crap. I can't believe it, you know? Yeah, yeah it breaks yeah, me yeah. bad. Um, and for in Super Mario Advance 4 is already on there. So pretty much the whole collection is now on the Switch Online service, which is cool. And um, cool. so, yeah, we just got a lot of Mario. If you want to, you know, missing some 2D Mario on Switch, we just got a sure, buttload. So is that. Yep. And then finally, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is the fastest selling entry in series history. Over 10 million copies have already been sold within its first three days of release. I mean, totally deserved. It's, uh, it's an incredible game. I mean, what else is there to say? <laughs> I mean, the Switch has such an insane stall base on top of it being the Legend of Zelda series on top of it getting like tens from so many people. It's mm-hmm. just like a mix of just, I mean, this game is going to sell. I mean, this is like maybe bigger than Pokemon numbers kind of ordeal here. You know, it, it, I'm uh-huh. just, it's like the proof of, hey, if you just actually stop trying to rush crap, because they delayed it once or twice, you know, and uh six years in the making and um same with final fantasy 14 you know like they just like really wanted to take the time to make a polished game i I remember square enix saying hey the game's pretty much done like basically last year and they just took all that time polishing it and i feel like this is a similar boat there to where they just really wanted to release perfection and um yeah they did it so I wish others would like stop being in such a hurry. Even if you care about money, stop being in such a hurry. You'll get it. If you just take the time to release a quality product. I mean, totally agree. (laughs) Anyway, totally agree. Yeah. I mean, let's get into what we're watching, what we're playing. I've only touched Zelda. (laughs) Same here. We're keeping it pretty simple. (laughs) I think I went into a whole episode solo on it. So I want to hear your thoughts. Sure. Sure. So I'm probably here. I'm going to double check for sure. Hold on. Okay. Ooh, I'll actually be able to see the time. Yes. Let me check. That too. All right. Let's see how I'll tell you exactly how far I am into this. Now. 
Man, my friends list is Zelda, 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 Zelda. Crazy, man. Okay, so I got 40. I got like six hours. Wow, I thought it was higher than that. Um, so I've been, this is what I've been doing since the last time we talked. Basically, I still have not really advanced the main story yet. I've just been, I just keep getting distracted. Like, I'll be walking towards the show. Like, I'll, I'll put a few Look, pins first down. First of all, this is the theme of this game. Um, I mean, Breath yeah, of the Wild, course. like, you thought that was the theme? No, this is the theme of this game. <laughs> I'm still very much in the part of the game where that you were describing where I'm enjoying it. I think it's really fun, but it still is feeling like the last game right now. And I know yeah. that's only because all I've been doing is going to shrine, to shrine, to shrine, getting some new weapons. I think after I do this next two shrines, I'm going to go get – I don't even have the glider yet, to, if, as, if I'm being completely honest. So do, like, I've just do been... the main quest. Uh -huh. You should have done immediately because that's how you get the glider. So just yeah, do the main the quest easier, till you yeah. get the glider, and then you can pivot. But that's very yeah. you you got to do that. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that today. But yeah, I've been just loving the the shrines are all so unique and different. I found this one that was like this. You had to set up like a makeshift pin pinball machine kind of thing. I was like, yeah, this is so interesting. See, I haven't even done that one. Yeah, it's a cool one. I've been just exploring. Just running across random things, going and exploring. Of course, yeah, I need to get the glider. That would make things way easier when I get to the top of a cliff <laughs> and I need to use why, an, uh, an airplane to get down, you know. So, um, yeah, man, I'm loving it. It's starting to grab me more, which, again, I had a weird start because I had played for a bit and then left, right? So, yeah, I'm, like, all in now. But, yeah, it's only going to get better from here, apparently, from what everything everyone's saying and I'm, what I'm seeing. So, I'm excited, man, to keep going. So, so um, yeah, I'm 40 hours in, and I feel it's safe to say... I've been contemplating this back and forth. It's my favorite game of all time. Like over Final Fantasy VII, Mega Solid Four. I always bounce between those two. What do I pick and all that? I love Breath of the Wild, but I'm being very bullish with this, but I fully believe it. I mean, I've never had this much fun with a video game in my life. Um, fun awesome. aside, I've never seen this great of development in a video game. I've never, you feel like, Thanos with like the infinity gauntlet and you just can control time and space and just <laughs> it's the real deal this is I mean it awesome I'm just so confident in saying this is uh I I don't know how I'm gonna be able to ever put this down <laughs> um again I'm 40 hours in but I feel like I'm five hours in there's so much I don't know. There's so much I still don't understand. There's so much I still haven't seen. I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm going to be 200 hours and like feel like I'm halfway or something. I don't know. But I don't need to be. I can, I can go at my own pace. So it's not like I'm not disliking that fact. I'm just having far too much fun to care. I'm just like, ooh, what's here? Ooh, what's here? What's here? And like, just imagine when you were playing Elden Ring and you just see a little like cave, you see a little like ruins and it ends up being a bigger deal than what it looked like from as you were approaching it or something you know what i mean and you just take so much time exploring everything about those ruins and it like this game is like it's just that energy of just you can't help but just obsess over where you're at and wanting to see it all because it's such so many cool things just constantly right and uh right. i can't wait for you to get further so you can like truly understand what's going on here oh no for sure for sure i'm gonna i'm gonna put in some time today so yeah no i'm all in man sounds sounds awesome i can't wait can't wait to see all the crazy things people are discovering and finding and everything so uh yeah man I'm um, excited. the cave system and what leads out from that 
I think that's what I'm, that's what I'm most excited could about. Be yeah, a game on its own, and it is my favorite part of the game. Um, yep, yep. So 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 cool. And they actually, I thought it was going to be. I've now realized now, and it wasn't until last night. I thought it was okay. We have like Sky, we have Hyrule, and then we have Cave System and all of that. But I didn't realize the the cave system would matter so much in the grand scheme of the game like they actually put it as in a very important place See, I lo- I love even the that. story and just the overall importance of it i was expecting like i don't know elden ring like you go down there but it doesn't feel like even if you never went underground can't you still just play and beat that game and it doesn't it almost feels I'm like a sure, cool sure interesting can, side yeah. piece i don't know i right. don't know but this doesn't feel like that this is like the main story quests will take you through this in elaborate ways regardless like there's no way of avoiding it and it's way 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 harder way tougher enemies a lot more to deal with you have probably seen it on the surface of like the of like the gloom like you'll see like a big little hole in the ground if you Uh touch that red it will basically take away a heart and if you don't have any light access your heart will just stay black and you can't refill it even if you eat right so when you're actually in these caves you have no light access you lose six hearts now you only have like let's say three left well you're stuck with those three hearts regardless of what you eat and, gotcha. and the enemies are tougher on top of it. it so it becomes a really difficult challenge of getting to the next spot so you can get get out of there now you could just transport out of there but now you would have to like make that journey again. Let's say you made it halfway to a next, like let's say checkpoint. Well, now you're going to have to start from scratch. If you were to teleport out of there to get to that checkpoint again. And it's a very, you know, I don't know. It kind of feels like dark souls because like you're trying to get to the next campfire, you know, and you're not quite right, sure right. when you're going to hit it. And if you should keep going or not and all of that. And it's really not tough. Sure. So it's, it's so cool. I can't wait. I can't wait to, to get in there. I haven't even been able to get, get in there because I don't have my, um, <laughs> my uh, oh my God, what's it called? My glider. So I, you I need guess the, the glider. Die. Yeah, you right. would just die. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I'll definitely keep playing more. You should just, today, hop, today you should just hop down there and just die just to see. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did one time. I oh, was just did. like, oh, let me see what's down here. And then uh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's the thesis with this game, right? You're heading one place, you get distracted by 10 other things. I mean, I I wish I had more pins to put down, to be honest, because I, I keep putting them down every time I see a new shrine or yep, something. You got to basically start using the rest of the pins and you have to just use the ones, the colored ones really sparingly. Like yeah, I, I've learned yeah. to manage that a lot better. But it took a long time. I wasn't until like, what, 20, 30 hours in to where I was like, all right, let me let me rethink how I'm using these pins because this is getting rough. But do the other ones, do the other pins pop up when you pull no, your, your no. binoculars? They don't. Okay. Yeah, that's the whole thing. I almost there. wish it was like Elden Ring where they were just constantly there if you want them to be, you know, when you're in the overworld without zooming in. Yeah, but that's, that's only cool. one pin though. No, I know. I'm just saying the colored pins they only appear when you zoom in on your on your slate thing you know like you zoom in you see the oh, blue pin oh yeah now okay. yeah, it's yeah, gone right, right so right, i right, i almost right. wish okay. i almost wish they would just stay there you know yeah 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 true true yeah i'm excited i guess next week what you um think on it and once yeah, you're yeah. more into the meat of it i know i'm moving a little slow but i'll, I'll get there no you uh you were just doing a lot of vacation stuff but uh yeah 
yeah i got you i luckily was able to like before i even went to tennessee was able to get like 30 again i went from last monday till this monday without playing it whatsoever but i put in so much time before that monday and um yesterday was the only time i was able to actually put a lot of time in again right god i it's so weird how many journeys i went on just from one day yesterday of like I think so much more highly of this game now than I even did the day before. It's so insane. Better and better. I, I got through all of the Death Mountain stuff, and uh, so cool. Very anyway. cool, man. Well, it's just just serving to excite me more and more. The more I hear about this game from friends and people playing it, it's just it gets me even more pumped. So yeah, yeah it's it's mind blowing. I just remember being in the midst of Elden Ring and just how much I was loving that, and to just know that this is like three times the amount of like enjoyment I'm having from this is I don't know how to put it else into words than that. I've never <laughs> played a better video game. It's just the case. I'm here, pretty damn good, man. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. New game watch here, and we'll get out. Hello, neighbor, search and rescue. Hello, neighbor, and Five Nights at Freddy's. Like, I just uh, yeah, how many? cranking them out. <laughs> <laughs> All the kids love them. Uh, PlayStation VR two and PlayStation VR original May twenty fifth. I don't know how do you say it, Ma- Maquette? I don't know. M A Q U E T T. I think I, I guess. Switch May twenty fifth. The case of the Golden Isle. Switch May twenty fifth. Lord of the Rings Gollum. May 25th when they came out. Um, I'm going over last week and this week because last week we uh, missed. So there's right. that. Gollum is looking as we expected incredibly oh rough. Oh my god, dude! Can I just re- <laughs> recommend if you if you guys get bored, go watch Skill Up's review of Gollum. It really had me in stitches. I just thought it was so funny. Oh my god! I watched uh, that Penguin mean. Zero playing it, Charlie, and yeah, oh it was almost god. like. He was like, well, I played half of it already, apparently, because I played two or three hours just to kind of make fun of it. And apparently I'm almost done, so I might as well play the rest kind of deal. And um, <laughs> I'm watching him play in it. And dude, it oh, looks boy. terrible. But... It looks bad, bad, bad. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I was shocked. Ch- Chikori, a colorful tale. Um, Xbox, May 30th. Company Heroes 3. PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S and X. Uh, May 30th. That's cool. That's a genuinely good RTS uh-huh. coming to console. I like that. Um, that is- System Shock. Uh, this is an actual really good remake. Play the demo of it on Steam. Really, really like it. Uh, May 30th. Etri and Odyssey Origins Collection. I used to play these on 3DS. It's really good games. Like It's very, very niche. I, I don't expect a lot of people to like it, but if you are into dungeon crawlers, you'll love it. But Switch and PC June 1st, Killer Frequency, all platforms June 1st, Skateboard, Skatebird, PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4 June 1st, Street Fighter 6 June 2nd, Super Mega Baseball 4, all platforms June 2nd, We Love Katamori Reroll plus Royal Reverie, all platforms June 2nd, and then Diablo 4 June 6th, all platforms but Switch. There we go. Um, I want it aren't isn't a Switch version coming or something? I don't know. Either way. So yeah, out of this, my pick is Diablo 4. I'm guessing yours is uh Street Fighter. 
Street Fighter Six. Yep. And to be honest, I may just skip both, but I just can't (laughs) play it right now. I I really just too into Zelda. Street Fighter Six is more like I'm thinking, you know, a friend wants to jump on and play. We mess around. You know, that's kind of what I'll do at first. Yeah, that's actually really good that it's a fighting game. Like you don't have to worry too much on that. Yeah. Listen, before we go, I wanted to shout out one last game. So there's this game that I went to the arcade the other night with my friends, and uh, we're like looking around, like, oh, what can we play? We see all the classics. We saw Gauntlet. You know, a bunch of others. Yeah. Okay, so we see this game, Kung Fu Kickball, which I had never heard of before. Never okay? heard of it. And so I played it with him on the, you know, on the arcade, the joystick and the buttons. And basically, the premise of the game is you can either do one on one or two v two. You play as like this little, you know, Japanese anime-looking character, or whatever. Everyone has like different um, the way they move, the way they hit, and stuff. And the only controls are jump, and you jump very like floaty. You run real fast. You can do like um like a teleport dash where you like jump forward really quickly and you can do like a punch or kick and what happens is the kickball starts in the middle it drops and your goal is to hit the kickball into the other person's bell on their side okay and the levels are set differently sometimes the bell will be up high and there'll be like little barriers in the way where it's harder to get in there or it's open whatever there's a bunch of different levels anyway we played this for like three hours. Like we couldn't stop. Like how many quarters hey, we put I, in that machine? I don't know if I've ever played an arcade game that long. So, oh okay. my god, dude, <laughs> so much fun. We're it's like one of those games where we're like laughing so hard, having a cool. great time, like crack it up. And so, anyway, I say all this to say that I got home and I was like, we need to get this game. So I told my buddies, like, let's see if it's on Steam. I saw it on Steam for twenty bucks. I'm like, all right, maybe I'll wait for a sale. It's not that urgent. But Dave just sent me uh, some website called indie hold on let me pop it up just so i tell you exactly where it is it is called indie gala and apparently he's gotten a ton of games from it yes yes and it's only four dollars on indie gala so if you check this out and if you have any interest let me know because i'll definitely play with you it's so much fun i need to get two on two let me let me i'll I'll send you send it to to me yes i'll send it to you right now dude i i can't tell you how much fun this game was okay it's like it's like the perfect um you know just have just want to play something mindless fun for a bit you know, perfect entry. So let me grab it and send it over to you. But yeah, I wanted to shout that game out because I think it totally deserves it. It's got really good reviews too. So okay, great. But yeah, man, that's all I got for today. Okay, get on that Zelda. Yes, no, I certainly will. I need, I need you to understand the greatness. <laughs> no, I totally will. I mean, there's no way of getting around it anyway. What do you? No, I mean, no, I, that... you're not gonna like put it down and never touch it again. No, 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 no way. No, that's definitely. <laughs> not I could, I, I could never forgive. Even if I felt like I wanted to, I could never forgive myself and put down a freaking brand new Zelda game. No way. <laughs> oh, I wanted to say. Um, so I bought it digital because basically I figured out that me and my kid can play the same digital title. He can play on one Switch. I can play on the other. And we can play at the exact same time. If I just okay. buy it digital. So I was like, okay, that's super cool. That is. But I did a GameStop of doing this deal to where you like trade in two games, you get 50 bucks towards it, you pay 20 more, and you just uh, get it that way. But the games okay. they had on their list, I mean, there were games that were only worth like five, seven bucks. So, like, Last of Us 1 remastered on PS4 was one of them. You can buy that game for like seven bucks. So I wow. I traded that in along with I had Pokemon Sword and Shield because someone ended up giving me one copy or something like that. So I traded the one of those and I traded that and basically bought Zelda physical for 20 bucks. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm just going to keep it sealed, but I just 
you know, I've mentioned before, like when it, it's a really important game, I do want to have it physical in my collection. So I'm just, uh, yeah, I was able to get by with some crazy sweet deal. But they they had a lot of games on that list that you would probably have for like five bucks or so in value. They were somehow giving you fifty bucks for it. Damn. That's awesome. Yeah. I think it's over now, so I don't even know why I mentioned it at this point, but just a little brag before we leave. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. Yeah. But okay, till next week. All right guys, see you later.